sure got to climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the capital city. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday. All right. Welcome back, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Welton's. The only way that would be better. What's that? Had uh, Christmas background music? No. Well, then that would have been part of the name. But if the next guest's first name was Bill. Bill. I'm just a Bill. Yeah. He's just Chris. It's Chris. Chris Obenshane is just with us Chris. today. So we've had just a great show, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. Really, yeah. <laughs> you haven't really, heard it yet. Really great representation of Radford, uh, the New River Valley, the business yeah. spirit. Uh, we, we, our last story was a story of an immigrant. Yeah. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful success story there. And Chris, I noticed as she was talking, you got engaged over here. You were on my my right here in the studio, yeah. and and I could tell that that sort of uh, it hit home to you a little bit. It was it was a sort of a heart tug. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great story. It's great to hear. You know, great to hear about these these local businesses mm-hmm. and folks coming to our our area, our neck of the woods, and and. Uh, having success and living the American dream. Like yep. he said, that was, that was outstanding. Pull them out of their house and yeah. put them in the public because nothing built. So it's, it's like uh, sports, right? Uh, nothing breeds winning like winning. And right. you've got to show your wins. And if you mm-hmm. don't show your wins, you, you don't understand the impact that it has or doesn't have on the next person coming right. down the line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, inspirationally here great great story to hear around especially around this holiday season yeah um yeah. i hope uh i look forward to trying some of that uh popcorn <laughs> and, and cupcakes yeah, Man, we're, we're, i'm getting hungry here we're now. all gonna eat marks later. <laughs> now uh why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself yeah absolutely um my name is chris obenchain i'm i'm a prosecutor in montgomery county um and i'm i'm here i'm running for the house of delegates in mm-hmm. the new 41st house district next year in in 2023 uh, we've got a, a statewide elections in in the House of Delegates and State Senate coming up next year, uh, and so one of the new seats that's been created by right. redistricting uh, is the 41st House District, and it's part of Montgomery County and part of Roanoke County, mm-hmm. um, two places that I've lived and and grown up and have deep ties to, uh, and and that I really love. And so when that opportunity came along, I decided to throw my hat in the ring and. And decide to to run for this seat in the House yeah. of Delegates. Yeah. So explain that process. I mean, it's uh, the re- oh, politics are the nasty redistricting right now. Yeah. No, not no. that one. Uh, <laughs> the process. That's of, a boring. Story. Yeah. Yeah. No, the honor. <laughs> why? Why does somebody want to get involved in politics? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question. It's one I get asked a lot. Um, you know, for me, I've been around politics a lot my whole life. You know, my my family is involved in in politics. My cousin. Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Obenchain is a state senator from mm-hmm. Harrisonburg. Yep. So I've been around it, but I've really always been somebody that's that's been uh, behind the scenes, supporting others, you know, supporting people that I that I like and know and, and you know, want to help them succeed. Yeah. Um, but really this time around, uh, when, when this redistricting happened and there was this open seat, really what has motivated me is is a few things. And, and the first and foremost is uh, as a parent. 
Um, and I've got two young kids, uh, and I've been kind of watching from the sidelines, seeing and hearing a lot of things that have that have are being talked about that yeah. that affect kids, whether it's education, uh, you know, and just a, a lot of things that are going on in the schools. Um, and hearing the attitude from from some people, and I think we heard it in the in the governor's race from from uh, Terry McAuliffe, this idea that you know teachers or administrators or bureaucrats know better than parents what's mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. for their kids. Yeah, and I just think that's a wrong mentality. So, and so that, I'm gonna that I'm gonna, yeah, me. I'm gonna latch onto that real quick. So um, we hear about this all the time, and I think this is where the frustration for the voter in general on both sides of the party or on both sides of the aisle. We hear the the platform right that the politician takes i'm yeah. going to do this i'm going to do that and do that now you, you've got a legislative background um you're uh, in the reserves in jag right that's right yeah. um so so you're Army familiar Reserve. with the law you're familiar with with legislation in general what what can you do or what will you do if you are elected from a legislative standpoint that will change what's happening right now that's a that's a really good question. One of one of the biggest areas to me that needs change legislatively is in public safety. Um, and as a prosecutor, it's something I deal with every single day. I, I work with law enforcement officers, um, work with fellow attorneys, and and I see how bad legislation that's that's been passed it affects our ability to do our job, affects law enforcement's ability uh-huh. to do their job. Um, and, and it's pretty incredible. Now we're actually seeing, you know, I just heard the other day that some of the Democrats in Roanoke, now that Roanoke has become the number two city in the state for violent crime, mm-hmm. are all of a sudden turning around and saying, hey, maybe some of those laws we passed in 2020 and 2021, the so-called criminal justice reform, wasn't such a good idea. Uh, but those laws are still in place right now. Yeah. And, and so those, you know, there are several laws that make it harder for law enforcement to do their job, for prosecutors to do their job, to keep violent criminals off the streets, um, that I would, those would be some of the first targets that I hit, uh, primarily because that's where my expertise is. Yeah, yeah, and I have a quick question for you. So uh, as far as your background, and Mark's telling you about the things you're currently doing, I'm just curious, where did you study? Where did you get your law degree from? Yeah, so I, I went to undergrad at Bridgewater College okay. uh, up in the Shenandoah Valley, sure. a small, small school. Yeah. Um, but a great school, great place, um, you know, to learn. And, and, uh, and then from there, I, I went on and went to law school, actually, at that uh, little university up uh, in Charlottesville, yeah. UVA. So, I'm uh, just, so with that being said, h- how do you overcome the, the, the stigma? Of, no, how do you overcome the UVA background <laughs> in your day-to-day operations? He's, is that, is he's that difficult? Is that, is, that, is, well, is, that, is that difficult? I, or, I like, what? I I mean, like is, to does say, that give you thick enough skin that you can run for politics? Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious. Like, how does great. that work? Well, I, when I was at UVA, I would always say I may have – I may have a UVA degree. I may be getting a sure. UVA degree, but it doesn't make me a Wahoo. <laughs> yeah, I my, my grandfather was a professor at Virginia Tech. There you go. I, I grew up around around Blacksburg, grew up around Virginia Tech, have been a Virginia Tech football fan since, sure. since yeah. I was, you know, a little kid and I still am. Yeah, so. and I pick on you on that because, you know, with the Bridgewater part, uh, you know, I think that this is one of the things that's constantly lost, right? So we can talk about uh, uh, community college education. So mm-hmm. let's just start at that that yeah. level, uh, and then you can move throughout it. The most important uh, 
be beyond like um, you know someone willing to love you and a family background and all that stuff is your education and it shows the level of success and it's 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 education in Virginia has been one of those you know when I was growing up my parents were like you can go anywhere but it's got to be in Virginia mm-hmm. and so great all these great schools and I know that there's been this re- reports that have been put out about how bad certain things have gotten in the school system whether you can pick any level but where where kids are 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 failing at at rates due to either systemic issues long term or their you know, recent legislation or just from the pandemic. And I know that that is a huge emphasis for every single politician. They constantly mm-hmm. talk about the education, education, education. Uh, you got any thoughts on that? I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting yeah. it at your feet, but I do think it's great that you, you, you can see it from multifacets, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I would push back a little bit on, on just kind of the idea. I think there, there has been in the past, this idea that we judge success just by education, sure. and I don't think that's—I don't think that's right. I sure. mean, I, I think there's a lot of ways to be successful in life uh, that don't involve a college education. College isn't for everybody, mm-hmm. and you know we need to make sure that our education system in Virginia is a multifaceted sure. education system that you know pr- prepares uh, students who aren't going to college, prepares them for the jobs that we need them for now and will need them for in the future. Right. So I think career and technical education is important. College is certainly very important, you know, for, for those that it's right for. Um, but, you know, we learned during the pandemic how important it is for kids to be in school. Right. Just, you know, to, just to be with each other. Just to be, to be with each other. Just like that with uh, adults, it, too. I think it was a huge mistake to to – to keep kids out of school. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chris, unfortunately, we're running short on time. Yeah. Um, you're given a couple minutes to sort of tell everybody what your platform is, why it's important for us to vote, why it's important for us to vote for you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I think the three things that I want people to know about me, like I said, I'm a parent, uh, I'm a prosecutor, uh, and I'm a patriot, as you said. I've served 20 years in the Army Reserve, uh, served my country, and and am proud of that. And proud of the things uh, that this country stands for. Um, and you know, next year these are important elections. They're going to be very competitive elections. Uh, I would love to have you know everyone's support here in the New River Valley. As I said, the district encompasses parts of Montgomery County and Roanoke County. There will be a, a firehouse primary on May 6th for this seat followed by the general election in November of next year. Uh, you know, you can look for me on my website, obenchainfordelegate.com, on Facebook, on Twitter, all those things, uh, and would love to have uh, everyone's support. Yeah. Well, it was great to have you on the show, Chris. We Absolutely. appreciate you reaching out to us. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, Merry to, Christmas yeah, to, to you everybody. as well. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And, and Keith, just out of obligation, I think we need to tell everybody that if you are oh, yeah, in you politics meet. and you uh, want to get on the show, it's open to everybody. It's open platform, yeah. We don't seek you. Please don't expect that we're going to call you. You <laughs> had to contact us, and I think someone from your office or you did yeah. reached out, and it was pretty easy. So that's the way it works. All right, Mark, I'll see you uh, next week. But uh, have a great day tomorrow yeah. on your Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Yep. You've been listening to? Hey, I'm Hodgepodge. Deserts for freedom they came, and dying bequeathed us their freedom and fame. In freedom we're born, and in freedom we live. Our purses are ready, steady. <laughs>